Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Julio Lopez, and joining me today is the lovely Harbor Young. Well, thank you, Julio. Not as lovely as yourself, though, I gotta say. Oh, thank you so much. That really means a lot to my personality. Anyways, before we get started, I'd like to give a shout-out to John from Flash Games and Comics, located inside the Lakeshore Mall, inside of Sebring, Florida. What's up, John? This is your shout-out. Thanks for all those years. You know, I bought games and pops from you. It's really good. It's an honor. So anyways, let's jump right into the highlights of the MCU, the future, the past, and the presence. Well, right off the bat, that uh, Avengers 4 trailer that came off yesterday, that's hot. That took me by surprise, honestly. Like, I literally woke up in bed, and then I'm just sitting there like, I saw it on Facebook, someone posted, shared it, and I'm like, nah, this isn't it, this isn't it. I always look on YouTube, as soon as I saw it on Marvel Entertainment, I was like, holy shit. I mean, I was surprised that they would uh, throw it out yesterday of all days. Why would they not, you know, release it on the 7th when they uh, debuted Captain Marvel? Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, it's almost like they were just like, you know, surprise, surprise, eh? And then, boom, they just released it. But when those tickets go on sale, I swear, I am going to probably be not the first, but one, one, of, the of, first. The, one of the many first people to buy it. That is if I have money. Well, we got to buy the Thursday night premiere because, you know, I got that conflict Friday. So. Oh, yeah. Um, we're all scolding at you, Harbor. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. As long as we're seeing it and as long as we give you guys a good episode on it. So... The MCU, how vast and beautiful it is, even though it's only been like 19 or so movies, right? Is it 19 or is it like 17? I think it's about 19 now, right? Yeah, it's about 19. Probably. Who knows? We'll look it up later because there's a lot more that's coming. Wait, real quick though. Um, Because we were talking about the trailer. In the trailer, uh, when Thor and Captain Marvel come face to face and, you know, he's giving her the smolder, uh, he summons Stormbreaker. Um... Do you think, because Mjolnir, only the word they could lift it, and that was because Odin placed it, uh, that spell on it, uh, Stormbreaker, you think, doesn't have that same spell. So couldn't anyone just pick up Stormbreaker and use it if they wanted to? You know, you are defi- you're on to something, because also in Infinity War, Groot was able to merge the Stormbreaker together and use it as a hilt, you know, his arm. Which that also brings me to say, how the hell does Teenage Groot's arm grow back like in five seconds? But in Guardians of the Galaxy 1, adult Groot's arms grew like literally, probably, I'd say it about to be a couple hours from when you well, know they got arrested. The same, it's the same reason why a kid's bones heal faster than an adult's, you know. Ah, the, when you're young, your cells divide more rapidly. That's That's about it. I see. You know, we could also probably go through some of the plot holes of the MCU like, oh, well, I don't no know. Fun. No. <laughs> it's not fun, especially how Spider-Man Homecoming broke the timeline. <laughs> oh, it sure did. It, it, that was so It bad. screwed that timeline. It screwed it up so much. It's like, how the heck can it go from, like, what, 2012 when the Avengers happened and apparently now it's like, I, it's something like that. Let's not get too deep into this. But honestly, I got to say. Yeah, from, we didn't prepare for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I got to say, honestly, you know, um... The first Iron Man movie, that was very revolutionary, honestly. Yeah, it's been 11 years now. Oh, 11 years too late. Not too late. Too early. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, what am I doing? But, yeah, Iron Man, honestly, it took everyone by surprise. You know, I, I think there was some talks of people saying, oh, it's probably going to fail. But once, you know, they got that whole... Basically, basically what happened with Star Wars. They all thought it was going to fail. 
boom, it became a big success, and now the original Star Wars, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. They yeah, no, these new bomb. ones. No, these new ones. I don't like so much. I know they're doing well financially, but I, I don't think they're quite. Solo doing wasn't that bad. Solo was, but be- <laughs> Solo is the best that they've made since they've rebooted, in my opinion. Nah, we'll see. But that's a okay, topic. But, for yeah, another this is episode. Marvel. Yeah. yeah. So, um, basically, I feel like where the MCU is headed is. I hope the next origin stories that they're going to do. I hope it's not just going to be. Oh, look at me. I'm basically a Tony Stark-based character who's arrogant as hell. Oh, no, look. The bad guy who's against me is just like me, but with a bigger and badder suit. Okay. Oh, yeah, and I just kill him using my smaller, more advanced suit, I guess. I don't know. It's basically how most of these MCU movies have been. Okay, so you kind of lost me. So what you're saying is that all the origin stories are formulaic and you can trace that back to Iron Man. Practically, yeah. Okay. Let's see well, here. Ant-Man. with the new Fox merger, hopefully ha- uh, closing soon, there's a lot more room for origin stories. Uh, the other day you were telling me you were hoping for another origin uh, story for Wolverine, right? Oh, yes. Like, uh, speaking on the Disney-Fox merger, if they do Wolverine, you know, I feel like they should honestly make that one in the 80s if they did a Wolverine origin. You know, I, I already know they already did the 80s with X-Men Origins, but that movie's not relevant, in my opinion. Nor well, will it no, ever be. of course. They're going to... If, you know, when the merger does happen, I'm hoping they're just going to strike that timeline completely through with Red Marker, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. But I just feel like, you know, an 80s, the 80s Wolverine origin movie, to where we also get to see his X-Men, actually not X-Men, it's uh, one of the Wolverine comics. I, I All I know is his origin comics. I know the ones that came out in the 80s. I forgot which one it is. What is it? Weapon X? Yeah, Weapon X. The Weapon X suit where, you know, he looks all bionic and mechanical and yeah, i know the one yeah oh yeah that one looks badass i mean i know apocalypse somewhat did that yeah but, but so you want to see a x-men origin story from the 80s yes or set in the 80s yes one that was much more better and that doesn't feature you know sewed up vin diesel looking ron reynolds aka baraka pool aka the fuck did they what the fuck were they thinking whenever they made that honestly yeah that was weird that um, was just like it's supposed to be Deadpool. Why would you sew his mouth shut? Like, just why? I know, talking is his uh, most lethal weapon. And I'm honestly glad that in Deadpool 2, they honestly took care of that. <laughs> yeah, the end credits oh where God. he cleaned up his own personal timeline. Oh, yeah. This is going to He's like, this is going to yeah. begin to make things right. Get shot, and it says the Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Those are some of the best end credits of uh, any superhero oh, movie yeah. I've seen. And just the final line, you're welcome, Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's the one good thing they've made in years. Oh, yeah, and even with the Disney-Fox merger, Deadpool is still going to be rated R. So no, parents, just because Deadpool's going to have Mickey Mouse ears does not mean you are going to be able to take your kids to still see it. I mean, Deadpool 2 wasn't really... Well, once upon a Deadpool was PG-13. Yeah, and I heard it wasn't really that good. But then again, there was rumors saying I that there was I didn't a cause. see it myself, so... There was rumors saying that that movie was basically made for a charitable cause. Oh, so. yeah, for fuck cancer. Oh, yeah, definitely, so... Yeah. What they did was a good thing. But at the same time, it could have just been made for just a simple made-for-TV movie, in my opinion. Because, oh. you know, they're always releasing... They have to release the PG-13 cuts anyways, because, you know... Yeah, for the kiddies. Pretty kiddos, so that way they don't say, hey, mommy, what the hell does fuck mean? Because the big red Spider-Man-looking guy said it with ninja swords. 
He doesn't look like Spider-Man at all. He kind of does. Whenever I mean, when I was like five and I first saw Deadpool, I'm like, why does Spider-Man have a ninja sword and guns? All right, but that was when you were five. Yeah, that is true. And now, well, he does have a kind of a good relationship with Spider-Man, which leads to the next thing for the future of the MCU. Please, Kevin Feige, make a Spider-Man and Deadpool only movie. In which they go on an adventure together, or, you know, something like that. That would be perfect, honestly. With lots of chimichangas. Yes. Lots of chimichangas, lots of guns. Doesn't have to be rated R, because, you know, I don't I don't care for the R-ratedness, but... I mean, Spider-Man, he's not really a rated R dude. You know. Wait, you're saying... Have you... Well, actually, yeah, you're right. Spider-Man, no matter how, how dark and gritty some of the comics are, literally, Spider-Man will never be rated R. Yeah, so he doesn't need to be in a movie that's rated R. Even if Deadpool is, you know, they kind of can balance each other out and bring bring each other down to a nice PG-13. As a matter of fact, Spider-Man can be rated R. James um, James Cameron proved that it can't be with his 90s Spider-Man that was also canned by Marvel because I guess they looked at it and said, James Cameron, what the hell? Was that a proposal that never got made or no something? it was gonna get made leo dicaprio was gonna be peter parker's last yeah, spider-man that was a proposal though ah i see okay. yeah and then you know arnold schwarzenegger he was gonna be the dr octopus <laughs> <laughs> oh that would have been that would have been fantastic yeah no pun what who lives in a pineapple under the sea <laughs> you know just you know spongebob and squidward you know <laughs> just his octopus what is, how did we get here from spider-man <laughs> i don't know because spider-man is in the mcu but okay. personally, I like the route that the MCU's taken. Hopefully, they just keep on going with that route, you know, with these new heroes coming out. I know, um, I, I actually enjoyed Black Panther. You know, I, I don't think it's Oscar worthy, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It was not Oscar worthy. I know why. You know, many people thought so. Uh, yeah, because of the big diversity machine. Yeah, but a, it was it was a yeah, good movie. It was good. It was a bit mediocre. Um, it had a nice soundtrack, oh, yeah. I will I will say. Um, and I, I did quite like uh, Michael B. Jordan's character. He was, a, he was a refreshing villain. I mean, he was better than some of the other villains. Like Malekith, you know, in Thor 2. He's definitely Harbor. better than Malekith. Harbor. Hmm. We don't mention Thor 2. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't mention Thor 2. All right, fine. For, he for, was, um, he was better than Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, he was. But for all my listeners out there... Anytime I say we don't mention Thor 2, just letting you guys know, I fucking hate Thor 2. Cool, we're going to have to get you a censor button. With a strong passion, okay? I do not like that movie. I, I, I don't even know why I, I even decided to watch it one day. Because <laughs> that was literally the only movie I sat out on and then later on picked it up and was like, let me just watch Thor 2. Never making that mistake again. Just, just no. I can't watch it again. Let me see. I, I, I have a feeling that um, Captain Marvel is going to be my Thor too. No, um, no, I've not seen it yet, but uh, I've just got that feeling about it. Well, from what some people say, yikes! Well, they do have some things that kind of make people mad, and um, yeah, as no, homecoming, you know, it does break the continuity too. I heard. Oh yeah, no. Um, from the one spoiler I've seen with a certain blue stone and a certain green man. Oh, no. There is continuity breaking. Oh, I bet. And um, that's just, no. I can't believe they they honestly had the balls to actually just do that. But, honestly, I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, so that's probably going to be a topic for another episode as well. But, Endgame, though. Oh, man. Endgame. Endgame. 
and game and game and game and game. Oh my god, man, it's gonna be great. The hype machine is just full steam ahead. Oh yeah, just I, I think the I thing mean, this thing is gonna be the biggest box office hit ever. It, it's literally just this. Like I remember someone saying, you know, it's this coming age Star Wars. You know, I remember. Um, a YouTuber I watch sometimes, he he said, you know, Infinity War was like Star Wars, you know, it's just, a, it was more of an experience than a movie, and he's saying, you know, Endgame is just like, you know, this Empire Strikes Back, and who, whatnot. Who is the YouTuber? Oh, his name is Jeremy Johns, I watch him sometime. Jeremy, okay. if you're listening, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna steal your shit, man. <laughs> well, you, you just kinda gotta say that, so, you know, if people are interested, they can look that up you know oh yeah definitely help him yeah. help him get some views this is our first episode so. oh yeah it is our first episode first episode jitters yikes but anyways so yeah i think the past i think probably what what do you think is the best movie out of phase one okay so out of phase one um what did phase one span from i know you know clearly it started with iron man but what did it end with it ended with the avengers how was okay i was i'm an idiot with that i gotta say <laughs> Probably the Avengers. Yeah, I'd say that. Or, or maybe Captain America. Captain America was actually that was that it was, was good really too. good. That was good too. You know, it, no, it, uh, I I really liked how they did Captain America. The it basically just told everyone, you know what, you you can you can achieve everything, even if you're just a small Chris Evans photoshopped on a twelve year old guy's body, <laughs> you can achieve anything you want. Heck, that's the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, Andy Serkis photoshopped on a like really small guy for playing Gollum. Yeah, for the um the hobbits, they they just photoshopped faces onto uh, children, or you know, ed- not photoshopped but edited. Yeah, edited the hobbits' faces onto the children's bodies. Yeah, and the Marvel has actually they do actually do technology like technology like that. I know in um Civil War they made Tony Stark's uh, Robert Downey Jr. and made him look like miles oh yeah, younger. tiny kid. Yeah, I made him look like a teenager because of that one short little sniff of a, you know. Yeah, his memory thing from the September Foundation. Yeah, and apparently they said the memory stuff was supposed to um, play big inside of Infinity War. and I did not see any of that. We didn't see anything except when, you know, Thanos Man, he could have like, used that. Yeah, I was going to say he could have used that as a, a weapon against Thanos. Yeah, but instead, Thanos had to use it as a weapon against them because reality is often quite disappointing. Now reality can be whatever I want. Let me guess. Your home, it was. And it was beautiful. <laughs> and I just want everyone to picture can we just, seeing a pirate ship. <laughs> can, can we just make this a bunch of uh, Infinity War quotes? Because I've got dozens memorized. Oh. Hey, is this like Alien? No, he's like, is this ship going to be like Alien? Because, you know... Oh, I was going to say that there was people... I don't know. I forgot what Peter <laughs> said. Oh. Uh. You're horrible. I am horrible, honestly. I'm just the worst. But, well. Alright, so Phase 2. What is the best Phase 2 movie? Okay, so Phase 2 quite clearly ended with Age of Ultron. I know that much now. Actually, it ended with Ant-Man. Jesus Christ, or I did can't it? win. Did it or did it not? I, I don't I know. I just can't get this right then. I don't know. I know Ant-Man and... Age of Ultron were both in my mind. I don't know. They were both in 2015. I know Ant Man didn't do so high. I know I saw it on my birthday because it came out. It initially came out the 17th, but my birthday is the 16th, so I went to go see it. You know, opening night, 
And I just thought, you know what? This isn't bad. Okay. Well, um, no, I gotta say, Age of Ultron was not the best of that, but it was the most hype because, you know, it's another Avengers movie. Oh, yeah, it was hyped. And then um, but what was, we got was... It was it was all right. I like James Spader. I mean, you know. Yeah, Ultron was a pretty good villain. I, I just wish, you know, it actually felt like an age of Ultron. But it, instead, it didn't feel like an age. It just felt like, oh, a month of Ultron. Uh, Maybe even a no, week No, it felt like, most. you know, Ultron was like a slight disturbance, you know. And he could have done something to the world, but he, he didn't get anything accomplished at all. Well, he tried to get something. I mean, for fuck's sake, he tried dropping an entire country, turning it into, you know, was a, it a country or a city? No, it was a country. Uh, well, it was a city, but... Yeah. Uh, apparently, it was just one of those instances where it's like Singapore, a city and a country. Supposedly, I don't know. Singapore is just more is more than just one city. Really? Sing- I thought it was just a giant city and a country. Singapore is a whole ass country, not just one city. How did we get to this? I don't know how we got to this. But on the topic of Sokovia, could this be the new Latveria, though? That's the uh, It sets the stage for Latveria. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, Eastern Europe, uh, if, you know, Sokovia, um, all the damage that it sustained, there could be a lot of refugees who are fleeing to Latveria, which uh, sets the stage for one Victor Von Doom. Oh, yes, definitely. A menacing, and hopefully played by Christoph Waltz, because he's, I think he's a perfect choice for Victor Von Doom. He'd be fantastic. Highly, highly fantastic, as Victor Von Doom just... The man just knows exactly how to act, and you can put him in any bad or okay-ish movie, and he'll still be good. I mean, I heard he was pretty good in Alita, but... You know what? Speaking of villains, though, Mysterio in Far From Home, Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, kind of looks like uh, he's got some Iron Man-ish abilities. Well, of course, they're probably just going to, you know, exactly do what they did with Vulture, and just... I feel like that's what they're going to do with all the Spider-Man villains. They're basically just going to redo what... They're going to take tech from more advanced people and use it for their own. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's basically how... I I believe that's how Norman Osborn actually has the Iron Patriot. Because if you look at the Iron Patriot's design, well, it's just Iron Man, but Captain America fight, basically. Norman Osborn? Yeah. He's He's Iron Patriot. In the comics, at least. Okay, I was going to say, he's not in the MCU at all. No, he's not. Not yet. (laughs) I hope he is. I hope he is, too, honestly. And rumor has it... I mean, if... You know, he's in the third Spider-Man movie as Goblin. That would be fantastic. Oh, that would be. I mean, even that would if, be you know, amazing. it would be amazing. Or would it be spectacular? Oh, it would be spectacular. Or Web of. No, we can't use that. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait. Superior. There we go. Yeah, there, there was no pun for that last one. Or Ultimate. Yeah. No, no. The, the, these, these Spider-Man puns are just no. But from, you know, Spider-Man 3, what they can do with that is... I feel like maybe, just maybe, they should not do Venom because I think maybe we have learned that rehashing a third movie and putting too many villains into that third movie, also well, having a James you know, Brown song inside it's, of it. It's uh, it's seeming like it's seeming like um, there's already going to be so many villains in Far From Home. I mean, you know, you've got. Um, Hydro Man, Sandman, uh, Magma Man, Molten, Man. Molten Man, my bad, Molten, oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> Molten Man, Molten Man, Mysterio, um, and then you know it's not been confirmed, but um, the Vulture, 
the, the vulture, vulture too, he's in it um he's wait, confirmed he's confirmed yeah apparently he's confirmed. okay i didn't hear that he was confirmed but i heard a lot of speculation that he might be well if the vulture is going to be there again then you know you saw scorpion with him in prison in the post credit scenes of um homecoming so well here's another thing you got to think about in the comics mysterio also was working with the chameleon and he'd always work with the chameleon could this be a sinister six already no, that, okay. I don't think that Sinister Six would work out. But, I mean, my ideal of Sinister Six is basically Dr. Octopus, Mysterio, Vulture, Electro, the Rhino, and Craven. I'm sorry, wasn't that almost exactly what they had in the Insomniac game, minus Craven? You know? Yeah, I wish they would have had Craven. But it's just um, not really so much a Sandman because, I, I don't know, I don't see any potential in Sandman. Uh, yeah, no. I really see. I see more potential in Tombstone than Sandman, honestly. <laughs> nah, Tombstone's not that good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Sandman, Sandman, he just doesn't work too well in New York unless you know he's near an industrial site, or he's near, you know, I don't know, Coney Island. You know, it's like, yeah. ha ha ha, Spider Man, Staten Island, or. Well, I mean, I guess there's plenty of shore in New York. But... Well, of course, Hydro Man works out perfect. But if he's in Midtown, you know, he's not going to have much access to. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Spider-Man 3 showed us that he could have access to sand by just making a dust cloud. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so... But Spider-Man 3 also showed us what a Spider-Man shouldn't be. A Spider-Man movie shouldn't be. Yeah, that's true. Same thing with ASM 2. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, let's just not talk about that one. We already know from experience. But um, No, I I gotta say, I I don't see why people hate it as much. Um, I personally liked it quite a bit. Um, I thought Andrew Garfield did better as Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire did better as Spider-Man, and Tom Holland, he's just rounded out, you know, he, he's good at both. He's just the Spider-Man. Yeah, he, he's good at both roles, but, like, you know, Andrew Garfield did better as Peter. Oh, yeah. And Tobey did better as Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. Because, um, you know, we can't, we can't forget that, that you're holding in a shit face during the train scene in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> that they also tried to do in spider-man ps4 but he's like wow that actually almost worked last time yeah that almost worked last time well so apparently chris hemsworth says that his mcu contract isn't up yet so do you think we could possibly see a, a thor 4 i was thinking that or he might make an appearance with the guardians because, you, know, you know, he was kicking it with the Guardians in Infinity War, and he seemed to get along with Ra- uh, Rocket and Groot well enough. Excuse me, but no, his name is Rabbits and Tree. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is Rabbits and Tree. Uh, Tree, this is uh, Captain America. It's like, no, this is my friends, Rabbit, and that's Tree. I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> All right, we don't need the entire scene, Julio. I love that movie so much, honestly. Oh, it's the best. Oh, it was. It was. It was quite the experience last year when all of us went to go see it. it oh was yeah. Just, oh man. It was. It was uh, for the viewers. It was nine of us in total, all sitting in the same theater, all on the edge of our seats, about to uh, cry and shit ourselves. Especially when Tony got stabbed. You could just hear that theater just go. <gasps> oh yeah. It was did hilarious. You, did you not hear me gasp out? <laughs> yes. Tony. And you almost cried. <laughs> I did. I, there was a tear. We almost cried. And then, of course, Doctor Strange's like, "Wait, here's the stone, dude. Just don't kill the guy." That's not what Doctor Strange sounds like at all. No, <laughs> he just sounds like um, Ben the Di- Ben the Vic, um, 
Vandersnatch, I think, right? No, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. I just wanted to say that Black Mirror reference. But, oh. yeah. Black Mirror is not Black Mirror is just... It's not that good. It's just Grey's Anatomy. It's just Twilight Zone and Grey's Anatomy, basically. Because it never ends with a happy ending. Never. All right. But anyways, so the MCU, let's get back to our favorite phases. So what do you think is the strongest phase? Phase 3 or Phase 2 or Phase 1? I gotta say Phase 1 was the strongest. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Um, Are you only saying that because of the Incredible Hulk movie? Because, you know. No. No, uh, not because Hulk is the strongest Avenger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite scenes in Thor 3. Uh, when they're on the Quinjet and Bruce oh, yeah. says strongest Avenger. Or no, he says Bruce Banner and the Quinjet recognizes him as strongest Avenger. After uh, Thor had been trying <laughs> to do that for a few minutes yeah, yeah and then great. he says i mean his voice recognition is point break <laughs> <laughs> yeah point break um no i gotta say uh for me it was stage one because phase one phase one whatever <laughs> semantics potato potato phase one was the best for me um yeah but you, because when you say stage one it just sounds like I don't, a video game level i don't care it's like stage one i i couldn't care less really what that you is think. true all right but so phase one for me was the best because Iron Man started drumming up the interest and then it just kept building with every movie. And then by the end you had Avengers and there was so much hype. There had never been so much hype for a movie in over a decade, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, not even Avatar, you know, which was mediocre. Yeah. Um, but still, it was still the highest grossing film of all time. And it's very beautiful to just watch. Um, but not even Avatar drummed up that much hype to that point. And so for it to just be building like that and for you to see all these origin stories coming together and then to build to that climax, phase one is by far my strongest phase. I feel like, you know, you do have a point there. And it's got the best rewatchability. Oh, yeah, that's true. I feel like phase three was honestly my favorite phase. I don't know why. I just... It's got a lot of really strong movies. Yeah, it has a lot of good ones. It has the ones that, um, you know, phase three was... Just that phase where, you know... Like Guardians 2? Yeah. Fantastic. Everything in Phase 3 just... it Infinity War? We just see everything... Blew my mind. And then we just see, you know, stuff like... It, we just see it all just come together. And then we just see it just crumble with Phase 3. And with um, Captain America Civil War, you know, they're all just... They're going at it. They're disagreeing with each other. And then all of a sudden, just our Avengers, they just break up. Like a band. Like the Beatles. <laughs> uh, it was all Yoko's fault, by the way. It was it could, all Yoko. It could have been. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Phase 3 for me was just the good one. You know, I gotta say, watching Captain America Civil War the first time, it wasn't my cup of tea at uh, first. Um, Zemo, that's his name, right? Zemo? Yeah, Zemo. Yeah, Zemo, he just wasn't the best of villains. Oh, no, definitely you know, not. Because... He wasn't strong at all. I mean, there was no epic boss fight against him. You know, it was just the climax between Tony and Cap. But um, upon watching it again, you know, I appreciate the other parts of it more. But I still got to say Zemo was just a weak villain. Oh, Zemo's the worst. I I mean, mean, but he's not worse than... He's worse than Malekith. No, he he can't be worse than Malekith. Let me just kill your mother for no reason. (laughs) 
Let me just invade Asgard because the script and the plot tells me to and because I'm just a bad guy because the comic says I'm a bad guy. I'm, yeah, there was really no motivation behind Malekith and other two. I mean, Zemo's you know, motivation... Return to the universe as he saw fit. But... Yeah, but Zemo's, you know, his... Um, Dead family. Yeah, his family died in Sokovia, so he just wanted to see them fall apart. But my question is, how the hell did he know about Bucky? You know, or the Winter uh, I mean, Sokovia is in Eastern Europe, so yeah. it's presumably part of the former USSR. Yeah, and which so, which Bucky was and, you know, brainwashed he's, with. And you know, he's you know real super special forces himself, Zemo. Um, so I'm guessing he had clearance that allowed him to know about Bucky being their you know great weapon and all. Possibly, yeah. But the I don't know. There could have been something different, but they just chose to do that. I mean, when I first saw that Zemo was going to be cast as it um, was going to be in Civil War, I was kind of excited because, you know, um, I was excited when I heard Strucker was going to be in there because I'm like, oh, yes, finally. You know, the Avengers versus Hydra. Then he just ultimately just gets killed. Alright, I want your opinion on this. Okay, tell me. Hit so me. since we're talking about uh, Civil War and all, should the Sokovia Accords have been signed or not? Well, to be honest, the Sokovia Accords is is basically where I stood was I stood on Captain America's side the whole time because I just feel like, you know, you shouldn't regulate superheroes and whatnot because, well, if they need to save the world and save our ass, they need to do that shit. Whether it's to, and sometimes, you know, you can't save everyone, so there is always going to be death and destruction when it comes to saving people, that way at least, so. Yeah, no, I feel you there. Um, I gotta say... I was team Iron Man just because I like Iron Man more. And because his you know. roster was better. <laughs> and because be his, roster, his roster was Let's better. Let's be honest, yeah. So I was, you know, team Iron Man for, you know, the appeal side. But um, I got to say, I agree with you completely. The Sokovia Accords should not have been assigned because that just limits the Avengers too much and what they can do. If they've got to wait around on a bunch of bureaucrats, you know, sitting around... Uh, to sign off on a mission they can go do, then they're yeah. not going to be able to go do it effectively. But here's the thing. If Thanos rolls up, they need to be able to throw punches. Oh, yeah, definitely. But here's the thing. But they'll only show up if, you know, the MCU says so. Because there's been a lot of movies where it's just a standalone hero dealing with the, dealing with a lot of destruction on Earth. And what are the Avengers doing, of course, while that's, that shit's happening? Uh, Well, as they said in the Insomniac Spider-Man Spider game, I think they're on the West Coast or something. On the West Coast. Oh, yeah, he does say that whenever you discover the building. Yeah, I think they're just on the West Coast or, or something. Or maybe he's just giving a nod to the West Coast Avengers, which is ran by Hawkeye. Oh, Or Mo should Hawkeye. we say Mohawkeye? Mohawkeye. Oh, that Mohawk in the trailer yesterday. That oh, was man. fantastic. Everyone hates it, but I think it looks good, honestly. I, I really liked it. Yeah, it's like... It's just a... Oh, my, my cats are just sitting there purring at him, you know, trilling at each other. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I feel it's it's not gonna bother me too much, especially the type of Hawkeye he's um playing. Oh, that's... he's gonna be Ronan. Oh yeah, that Ronan is... is gonna be awesome. That is gonna be awesome. I mean, he's just not gonna give a fuck anymore. He's gonna do whatever he sees fit. But here's the question: Well, it's basically you know basically Hawkeye's story in this one is basically probably gonna be Kill Bill Volume One. If you look at it that way, he's gonna travel to Japan and kill a bunch of yakuza's. Over, you know, vengeance. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> it could be that. It could be that. I don't think it's going to be Yakuza, though. But he's in Japan. I, I get that he's in Japan, but... 
you know, Thanos was the one who snapped his family, not the Yakuza. Or maybe there's a Thanos cult in Japan. I, and I, he wants to kill them all. I'd join them. Thanos did nothing wrong. Well, people can argue that, but I don't know. Thanos is definitely the strongest villain. They just... Okay, he did do something wrong. Yeah, he did do something wrong. Like, they could have just been... It could have been a way to handle this situation a lot more, but I just like how his reasoning in the movie was way different than the comics, because the comics, he yeah. just wanted to get some of that skeleton pussy, basically. Oh, don't... Uh, that's a, <laughs> that's that's a bad that, image in my head. Yeah, that's literally how it was in the comics. I, he I know, He fell I've in love it. with death, and he's like, oh, look... I'm going to kill all these freaking people, and you're going to fall in love with me. And she just gave him the silent treatment. So he says, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill all the um all the remaining heroes. And then she still gives him the silent treatment. So then he goes after the gods. Yeah. Including Odin and the Celestials and Galactus oh, and whatnot. Oh, Ego, no. Yeah, he literally just... He, and then, like, there was just no stopping him, and then... I forgot how it was. You know what? Maybe I can go uh, grab it. But nah. I mean, I have the Infinity Gauntlet on paperback, and I read well, it. Well, I, I know eventually Nebula, you know, takes the yeah, gauntlet from him. Yeah, she takes the gauntlet from him and tortures him with it. And, you know, it's like, hey, how do you feel about that? Okay, question for you. It was kind of bold for uh, Marvel to put that torture scene in Infinity War where they're torturing Nebula. What did you think about that? Eh, I wasn't bothered by it. Well, I wasn't bothered by it either, but I thought that's, you know... Yeah, stretching the PG-13 a bit far. Yeah, kind of. I mean, she is kind of a robot. But... Yeah, but for some of the younger audience members, um, I I did hear that for, um, like, my younger sister, she's 11. Uh, she did find it a bit disturbing. Yeah, it might have and been some, so, somewhat disturbing. And I know it's a PG-13 movie, so. Well, well, well what about Iron Man's torture scene and in the first 11. one? And she's 11. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's a um, good point. Yeah, there's uh, Iron Man's torture scene in Eleven. Um, I mean the uh, Infinity War. You know, there was a lot of you know some scenes that did push the boundaries, like Thanos putting the power stone to Thor's head and just like just draining his, just blundering well, his so mind much, and whatnot. No. Not so much for me. I don't know. Just that scene where he, like that scene where he just picks Thor up by his like. Oh, it was armor. so hopeless, and I it was know. the it was first like, two wow. minutes, and I was already devoid of hope. I, I just, you know, before going into the movie, you knew Thanos had to win for this one, you know, so that way there could be a next one, but for them to destroy all hope like that within the first two minutes, that yeah. was, was too real for me. Also, rest in peace, Heimdall, man. Just rest oh, in peace, Heimdall. Mm. He did a hero. Idris Elba is good in anything he does. Oh yeah, he's also going to be Deadshot soon, but that's a topic for Deadshot. another. Deadshot. Yeah, he's going to be Deadshot. Apparently, that's going to be cool. Yes, but that's a topic for another movie. That is, if what well, we think, if Suicide Squad two doesn't suck like the first one, hmm. but we shall definitely see more on that. But anyway, so the MCU, yeah, it's came along. It's come a long way, you know. There's been a lot of good and hopeful moments with it. And honestly, the future of it does stand bright with this Fox deal. And none other than James Gunn being hiring back for the director of Guardians 3. I was so happy when you told me about that. Oh earlier. yeah, I was happy too. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh man, it's, apparently this made everyone's day. Guardians 3 has been saved. Yes, finally. I mean, if not, then Taika Waititi probably would have done it. And But then again, you know, James Gunn just has that flavor to it that no one else can give it, so... That's like saying 
if someone was going to reboot a Tarant like remake a Tarantino movie, I just don't think that should ever happen because I'm not giving anyone no. ideas, so I should not have said that. But hey, it could happen, and let's just hope that it doesn't happen. So yeah. So, anyways, everyone, that's all the time that we have today. We appreciate you for listening. This is our first episode. Um, we're we gonna, will get better at this. We will get better at this, as he says. Um, and we just hope that everyone just um, enjoyed listening to us ramble on about shit probably no one really cares about. But And even though it is just the two of us today, we will have other people joining us throughout. Um, I will not always be here, but Julio will be. Yes, because I am always going to be uh, the host. And it'll be a revolving cast of characters. A revolving cast of characters. But maybe this time the Twilight Zone can't save them. That okay. was I was just trying to do my Rod Sterling voice. Probably might have failed a Rod little Sterling, bit. Rod Sterling, not Sterling, Sterling. Really? I always said it like that. Oh my no, god! It's, it's Sterling. Wow. Well. Anyways, that's all the time we have for you today, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a great evening or day or whatever it is. Bye bye. <laughs>